I did not have proper lighting. My camera was ordinary. So yes, these were some of the factors. And the, I'd, I'd say that these are external factors. What mattered more to me were the internal factors. By internal factors, I mean, I always felt like I was not good enough. You are listening to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm your host, Maruk Imtiaz, and I'm on a journey to create inspiring, helpful, and meaningful content. This podcast is not going to showcase high-profile individuals spouting hollow advice like find your passion or hustle harder. Instead, my mission is to bring you the voices of people who are just a bit ahead of you, people you can relate to, and the people who will inspire you to put your own voice out there. So grab your cup of spicy chai and let's get this show started. Welcome to the Spicy Chai Podcast. Today's guest, she's a special one. She has over 2,000 plus engaged followers on Instagram, a page where she shows off her makeup skills, and she can take the fanciest makeup styles and break it down to simple complex or simple, simple steps for people even like myself who don't know really much about makeup. And that's not even all she does. This is her side hustle. She's a full-time marketing professional. And let me tell you more. So aside from having a full-time job and setting up a makeup page where she's engaged with her followers and she grows her content, she's also starting a fake eyelashes company called Lashier. So yes, at such a young age, she's extremely accomplished. And to have someone like that by your side is extremely inspiring, especially if they're part of your family. So, Mariam, I'm extremely excited to have you on this show, and welcome. Thank you, Mara. Thank you for the sweet introduction. Hey, this is Mara from the background. I don't think I used extremely enough there. What do you think? Anywho, back to the interview. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy and excited to be here. I know. I'm excited to have our conversation, too. So, just obviously, like, with, you know, you starting off your makeup page and, you know, uh, putting yourself out there on Instagram, and it is growing organically. What made you want to start an Instagram page? I mean, there's so many people that are good at makeup, do makeup, but what made you want to put yourself out there? So, so I, I think I'm going to go, go really back, like, you know, when I was a teenager. So I always, I felt like, like, you know, were, I was always interested in doing makeup generally, but I was not really good at it. Like, you know, I'd, I'd see my older cousin's, like, you know, magazines, teen magazines with people doing such, like, perfect eyeliner and, like, you know, that perfect face where you go out, that matte lip. And obviously, as a kid, as a, as a teenager, I wasn't really good at doing that, right? Uh, but I do remember, like, whenever I used to go shopping with my mom at the superstore, I'd, like, buy one item of makeup every time because, obviously, I was in a low budget, right? So I just yeah. grab one item every time I go, which was every weekend, I remember that. <laughs> so, like, you know, st- I think growing up, that was something that I really wanted to be good at. Like, you know, I really wanted to be good at carrying myself. I really wanted to look better and more com- feel more confident, look more confident. So I feel like that's how it all started in my mind. And once uh, I had that platform on Instagram, and when I so actually started on Facebook, right? Uh, once I had okay. that platform on face- Facebook, um, I felt like I could do something in that area. I could grow. I could not just not just be out there for other people, but be out there for myself. Like, you know, be more confident with how others see me. Right. Right? Right. Exactly. So on Facebook, obviously, and then the Instagram trend started. 
uh, where you'd see all these Instagram models and like, you know, influencers just sharing their lives. Correct. And that was it. Like they didn't have to be really good at it. And obviously like they were really good at what they did, but just that, that aspect of sharing their lives with us, how they do everything and how like, you know, they get up, they get ready for events. I'm talking about beauty bloggers here. That really inspired me to also have my own makeup page. And I think I feel the most difficult part there was just to get there. Like, you know, just right. open up that page, just set up that page, make that user, maybe make it public and just keep posting. It's something you have to learn by yourself. And it's something that other creators taught you. Like you probably learned this over YouTube. You probably learned this over Facebook. So and I, I think it's incredible that you because you've learned it, because you started from a beginner's mindset, because you've learned it, and obviously you're still learning and growing, you were able to put yourself out there. So when you were starting that page, like that Instagram page, what were some of your big fears? Like what was going through your mind? Like, should you, like, did you have any doubts or was it like, I want to do this and I'm going to do this? So definitely there were a lot of doubts in my mind. Uh, before I started my Instagram page, I would always go on YouTube and watch makeup tutorials. Like that was one thing that I did every day. Right. So just to learn, just to learn. But I also learned how they, how they speak and how they explain what they're doing. So when I was doing my right. makeup unconsciously, I'd say all of that. Like, you know, if I'm putting on my lipstick, I'm doing makeup by myself, not recording. I'd be like, so we're going to take this new lipstick and we're just going to put it on, like, you know, to go with. So this is what I do. So that was one of my biggest challenges. When Once I started that, I wanted to be as good as them. I wanted my makeup tutorials to be as smooth as their makeup tutorials. And uh, once, obviously starting off, they weren't, right? Right, because right. Obviously, there were so many factors that you need to take care of and they right. weren't. So that... That was something that was I really struggled with starting off. What were those factors, if you don't mind getting into it? For someone who's starting off, like they would like to know. So what were those factors that didn't, I mean, the obvious ones, you didn't have the, the, the makeup or the UV light. Were there other things? So when I said UV light, I really meant ring light. Anywho, back to the episode. I eventually got that. I realized that that was not the only thing that I needed. So obviously, like camera aside, I got a DSLR eventually. Before right. that, I'd just make uh, tutorials on my phone, which was good enough. Like some of the people who were following me were happy with that content, but I right. personally was not. Obviously, you want to improve, you want to do better. Uh, so yes, I, I'd say that starting off, the main factors were definitely I did not have as many products. I did not have uh, a proper studio to record. I did not have proper lighting. My camera was ordinary. So yes, these were some of the factors. And the, I'd, I'd say that these are external factors. What mattered more to me were the internal factors. By internal factors, I mean, uh, I obviously, since like, you know, I was a newbie, right? I always felt like I was not good enough. At it. The imposter syndrome that they say, right? Even though, even though I feel that I was exactly, exactly. So I, I felt like I was doing really good off camera. But as soon as I start recording or as soon as I take a picture of me, I start criticizing myself. And that is something that I, that is something I realized once I started making content. Right. Right. Yeah. And where do you think that fear was really coming from? Was it the judgment of people or was it the you wanting to be a perfectionist? Like, where do you think that fear was really coming from? So to be very honest, uh, I always had, so I was surrounded, I was, surra- I was always surrounded by people who were supportive of what I did. So I did not really get any criticism 
or any hate in that regard unless obviously i ask someone for their advice and they give me like genuine advice and suggestions i appreciated that that right. never got me down but um i just feel like that factor where you feel that you're not good enough right. i think that's what pinched me more in this entire situation right and how and how would you say you got over that like what made you get over that or was it still a work in progress which is i could be but like what 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 were some of the steps that you took it is definitely still a work in progress <laughs> yeah. uh, but so <laughs> cuz i feel like we all I hear you there completely going. hear you there yes, yes. <laughs> exactly uh, but that does not mean that i'm not happy with what i do mm-hmm. i am very proud of every content that i create because i know how much work i put into that right but eventually what helped me get better in that with that element was i tried to be better by practicing more right if if i wouldn't let one video one bad video bring me down i'd record again right i wouldn't let one picture make me feel bad i'd take another picture because i was confident that i have done a good job and if it's not showing good on camera and if like you know someone does not feel like it's it's that great that's fine because i'm trying to do my best so i'll eventually get there but what i did now is something that i'm proud of Right. And you mentioned a few things there that I'd like to go a bit deeper in. First, you mentioned earlier that even when you're doing makeup off camera, a lot of times you rehearse those on-camera routines like, "Oh, I'm just applying my makeup." I think that's incredible yes. because it allows you to practice in daily life. You don't just have to go practice when you're applying and in front of camera. That's a really, really good habit. What made you think of that? Or was that something just that just came naturally? Or was it something you intentionally did? that actually just came naturally i'd be like right. talking to myself in the mirror yeah feeling like i'm being recorded and that's yeah. true and i think that's that's what it is when people just uh that's the difference between people who keep putting themselves out there versus people who stop and quit is because people who keep putting themselves out there at least in my opinion they've found these like daily habits and routines to keep them engaged like you know to keep practicing without really being on camera. So I think I really like that. And the second thing that I wanted to go deeper on is you mentioned that there are times you make videos and it doesn't get a lot of views, right? It's the reality of situation. Uh or you know what, it might not even um you might think you put a lot of effort into it and it just gets like 3 likes. How do you keep yourself motivated when you're in the beginning of your journey to keep going? You know, to just keep posting. What are some things you did to keep yourself going? So uh I used to go to other bloggers and like you know see like 5000s of likes on their pictures and videos and I still do that but the difference is like before it actually like made me feel bad about my content right because right. I I felt like there may be something there's something that they're doing is but creating the content is like you know getting them all these likes maybe it's the quality of their content that I'm, not, I'm maybe I'm not able to put into my content right but r- like after I guess I guess after some time after I knew that I was putting in the effort more effort in my content I knew that I was working really hard that just stopped bothering me I mean of course I would like like a million people to follow me like mm, you right. know or like my video but with my as I said like with my current following it's not much it's 2000 but I feel like that's a lot on Instagram who, yeah exactly but but I feel like 2000 people who look up to me yeah like who ask me about uh makeup tips and like you know beauty tips i feel like that meant much more to me eventually and so, you know that's yeah. something that I, yeah it, it so, that makes sense cuz you you're so much you're you're so focused on serving people 
versus, oh, I want to grow my likes and my followers. And I think that's the important piece here. I think it's important to focus on how do I serve people? How do I get them to be, um, how, do, how do I get them what they need from me? Versus now my con- my one video didn't do well. How do exactly. I get my other video to do better? And that's part of it, piece of it too. But most of it, if you're providing value and serving others, eventually you people will see that too. People sense that genuineness a lot. So uh, that definitely and exactly, and and that makes you feel great, by the way. Right, exactly. It it does. It's just this feeling of when someone says thank you, you know, or this content piece really helped me. So definitely, exactly. definitely have noticed that as well. And you mentioned that when you were starting, there were certain external factors that you didn't have right, and certain internal factors. What are some things that you feel that you have learned in the last few years of your journey uh, that has helped you? be better today versus like compared to the last two years? I'd say that just, that is just being more active. Okay. More active in creating, more active with sharing your story, with sharing what you like, what you don't like for the people who are following you. Like we, like I feel like people are so worried about increasing their followers, which is fine. I feel like everyone has their own aim, right? But for me, I felt like I was so focused on increasing my followers for that reason if i did not get in if enough uh, if i did not get enough engagement on one post i just stopped posting for a while until i right. tried to see like you know i've I, been guilty of like that yeah exactly yeah. and it's not like i wouldn't create more content i'd create it but i'd just be too shy to post it because before posting it online i'd just start criticizing it myself like this is not good enough lighting is not good so now I feel like back in time, if I had just posted those pictures or just those videos, I feel like that had given me more confidence now. And that had also increased more engagement on my page. Right. Like, you know, because people who were following me did not follow me because I was great. I was not, right? I was right. starting off. But they people, could associate with that. Yeah. Yeah. And people also want you to be human. They, they don't exactly. always want you to appear perfect and get everything right. They want you to show your human sides. And you mentioned something great. When engagement uh, goes down on single posts, this has happened to me a lot. Like is there a certain post or a few posts in a row that I felt like didn't get any views or any likes or any comments. It, I have noticed even myself that there's a pattern of like posting less, not on, on stories as well, not posting everything out there. And it's you almost start judging for the audience. Like, oh, they won't like this. They don't want this. And I think that's what yeah, I know, it's Gary Vaynerchuk always says, right? Do not judge for the audience. Post it. And if they don't like it, let them, let them not like it. But do not judge for them that, oh, they won't like it because the lights aren't great. They won't like it because this is just repetitive. Exactly. You know, so that's, that's, that's something very key that you said. And so that's definitely very helpful. And what are some skills that you feel that you are kind of somewhat a few years into your journey of Instagram and you've made content and you're learning, what are some skills that you feel now you need to learn to take yourself to the next level? Again, trying to be more active with the audience, trying to engage more with the audience because I feel like I lack there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there are many excuses that I have a full-time job, I don't have time, but in reality, I could still manage it. I know that I can manage it. I just need to start. Right. So that's something that I'm working on and, and like, you know, I wish to get better at. And apart from that, uh, I do feel like you always need to learn more to get better. Right. So I, right. I am still refining my makeup skills. I right. feel like maybe there's something different that I can do can, that and, you can relate you, with more. 
how do you keep refining your makeup skills? Like what are, what are some things that you do? So I keep practicing with myself. I okay. try to go for different looks every morning when I'm doing my makeup for work. Right. right? So I, I, I try to go. So, so I've created moods for my makeup, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I'm serious. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. So, Let's hear more yeah. about this. Yeah. So when I wake up in the morning and when I actually just when I wake up in the morning, right? Yeah. Just how I'm feeling. Yeah. Am I, am I feeling excited? Am I feeling energetic? If I'm, if I'm not feeling too great, like, you know, these are the moods that I have. So I, dress up accordingly right if i have a, if i have an important meeting to go to like and none of and all of these makeup like i just i just change very little like you know maybe apply a different color lipstick maybe do a winged eyeliner maybe like you know enhance my eyes more maybe go blow on the uh overall face makeup and like you know kind of look more natural so i feel like these are the moves that i've created for myself and this is just waking up in the morning but like plenty more for throughout the day <laughs> right so you, but you just- exactly you keep practicing. I just keep practicing more. I keep right. practicing more. And again, YouTube. I feel like that's my biggest teacher these days. <laughs> Since <laughs> I feel like for the world, it's the biggest teacher. It's, it's exactly. an amazing resource. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of YouTube, do you, do you plan to expand to different platforms? And uh, if yes, which ones? And if no, why not? So I do plan to expand on different platforms. Uh, YouTube is one of them. Uh, Facebook, I, I'm not on Facebook. I'm solely on Instagram right now, uh, and TikTok, which I'm not very active at. But again, I am trying my best to be better at it. So yes, I do plan to expand on uh, all these platforms that are uh, running these days, that are like kind of in these days, being TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, also Pinterest, because I feel like you know people do use that platform a lot, and I personally love it. I, I'm an right. addict on Pinterest. Yeah, so I do want my presence in all of these platforms. That makes sense. So do you have like a plan or are you just thinking of growing it organically one platform to another? Or are you thinking through, okay, maybe YouTube next and then pick Pinterest or whatnot? Like you want to speak a bit about that? So, yes. So I have actually thought about being on YouTube next, opening a channel on YouTube next. Okay. Since I feel like uh, being on Instagram and, you know, having recorded some content already, I'll be, and I have a backup of content to post there, to be very right. frank. Like, you right. know, since I don't want to be inactive uh, on platform that uh, I'm new at. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, and also because I feel like uh, people actually go to YouTube to watch longer makeup videos. And on Instagram, I am not able to do that, right? So um, I feel like that platform is something that I really want, personally want to go to. Yeah. And after that, I have not decided yet. <laughs> but I do plan That's to. Fair. That's fair. And it's like, it's just like one platform at a time. And uh, you're right. People who go to YouTube are going to YouTube for a different reason versus people who are on Instagram. Instagram is a bit more entertainment. YouTube is a bit more, I need to learn. So yes, there are different, different purposes. And I can see makeup being huge on YouTube as well. It's just like cooking uh, for sure. So you've done this for a couple of years and you've grown an engagement. What would you say are some things you don't like about it? What are some things you don't like about what you're doing right now? Right now, as in being a content creator? Or yeah, right a makeup now, content creator. No, makeup content creator. What, what are some things that you feel that you do not like about it? Uh, you might still put up with it or it might make you want to quit. What are some of those things? So, uh, to be very honest, I've never actually thought about that. <laughs> really? Because I've never felt that way. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I've never felt like I don't want to do makeup blogging anymore. 
I, I, there have been times when I've felt really bad about not being able to post and not being active on it. Right. Uh, but I feel like this is something that even even with the job, with the job or without a job, even when I'm busy or I'm like, you know, I have plenty of time. I feel like this is something that I really am proud of. Like, you know, That's it's incredible. something that it's something that I always wanted to do. Right. As as a kid, as growing up, I feel like that's just a, a huge part of me. So I've never really thought about that. No, that's that's great, and that that says something, right? That means it's something you really do enjoy. And so, on that, what are some things that you really like about it? I really like being able to share my anything that I learn. Right. So, as I said, I'm always learning. So, with anything new that I learn, I want to share that piece of information with other people because. I feel like the, I feel like any information that I know, other people should know too. And this is a problem that I have. Right. So I I like that. I like sharing that piece of information. If I like a new product, I like you know want other people to know that I like it. Not not that like you know they'd be looking waiting for me to waiting for my review or something. But like you know I just want to share that information with them. That you know there's something that you might like as well. Yeah. And, uh, and it yeah. all ties back to just learning how to apply makeup made you feel more confident made you uh feel better it 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 does have this uh appeal to um just help with self-esteem you know and it also gives you a certain skill set it doesn't mean you always have to dress up but you have the tools so i think that exactly. just all ties back into uh how it helped you so i th- i can see why you would want your audience or people who are engaging with you to also feel equipped to do whatever they can to have that kind of level of confidence mm-hmm. for sure like you know adding to that it's not about not feeling confident when i'm not wearing makeup and i don't want other people to feel that way right. like you don't just need makeup to feel confident you just wear it to enjoy it right you wear it for yourself exactly right. yes it's like almost like art right you're like ooh this looks nice <laughs> so, exactly yeah yeah i get that i totally get that and so what are certain skills that you're working on learning right now uh that will help you in the next 2 years to get, have a better outreach in terms of your audience, have more engagement? What are some like core skills that you are working on right now aside from makeup? When when it, uh, like content creator skills. Definitely being more active in content creation. Okay. Engaging with my audience more. When when you say being more active, what would that mean? Would that mean posting more? Would that mean commenting more? So com- posting more and commenting more. Okay. I feel like if if I post more, people will reach out to me, right? People will co- comment on my post, and I'll be able to reciprocate. So okay. I feel like this is a major uh, skill that I want to keep working on. And uh, apart from that, I also want to be able to market as you said as you mentioned that you know i'm trying to uh, start my own brand soon so yes, last year obviously last year yes so for that brand i need i i feel like i need to be better at uh, marketing my product online through my content right. i just don't want to create a page for the product i want to be able to use that product and market that product myself so that like you know people i so that people know how to use it people know the utility of it yes in terms of that like you've always been someone who kind of keeps going into different areas and always puts yourself out there and keeps learning and you probably have gotten a lot of advice from people along the way as well what is some mm-hmm. bad advice that you've gotten or at least right now that you think was bad or have you gotten any bad advice 
So I have actually, and I'd say, so, you know, you tend to ask people around you how they feel about a content that you created. Right. right. You need to be very careful who you ask that question to. So if, if it's someone that supports you, who you genuinely feel will give you the right advice, go to them. Don't just keep asking around. Like, obviously, you can ask your, con- your audience if they like a particular piece of uh, makeup look that you created or not, right? That's mm-hmm. something different. But just, like, people who you feel their opinion matter. And so wh- what happened was there are a lot of people who I showed my content to, right? If, I, if it was a new picture that I took, I'll be like, you know, what do you think about this picture? And how do you think I could improve more? So they'd give me advice like, um, like the, it wasn't advice. It was just criticism. Criticism in the sense that, oh, your makeup does not look as good. Like, you know, they, they'd be saying stuff like that. Uh, your expression is not as good. And that, that's it. And, they and they're not going to give what, you any advice on how, what to change or how to make it better. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So they just say what's bad. They wouldn't uh-huh. tell me how to improve it or how it could be better. And there was nothing positive that they say about that piece of content. Right. And that's worse because you're already feeling like shitty exactly. and you already have so much doubt and you don't need people to put you down I more. I know, right? Yeah. I know. And now that I think about it, I did not really need any advice from those people. Because that really helped me nowhere. That did not help me improve my content. That did not help me with my confidence. That did not help me with my self-esteem. It actually made me feel worse. And I, like, you know, I, I, eventually I did not post that piece of content. Even, even if I did, I'd like deleted it. Because they put so much doubt in me. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So you should be very careful about who you ask for advice. And if their advice is relevant to your growth, to your content or not. And if it's not, just... Don't ask them. And if they give you that advice, don't take it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's very interesting you say that because I myself have a system because I went through the same thing where I would ask everyone for advice. And then I realized, how can I ask people for advice if they, they don't want the same thing I do? They're not on the same path that I do. So how can I ask them for advice? And now I actually have a list you know, where it's everyone's name that I would listen to or I would go to. So a lot of times when people say things that I might not have loved, I will look at that list. Is that person part of that list? If they're not, it doesn't bother me. You know, so it's, it's, you're right. You have to start building up those systems because you're right. It's so easy. You have so much doubt yourself. You can't let other people also shit on you. So Exactly. And as you said, people who are not on the same journey as you, you can't expect them to understand. No. That's, it's no. as simple as that. Yes. Exactly. It's just, it's just very different worlds altogether. Well, honestly, that's a that's a great note uh, for us to kind of end things on. Um, it's been an incredible conversation. So, one final question for you, Mariam: What advice would you give to your younger self when you were about to start the page? What advice would you give? Just believe in yourself more. Just believe. So I made a mistake here again. I forgot to ask the guest where you can find her online. Oops. So basically I asked her after and she said you could find her on her Instagram at MUA underscore MB. And you can also find her on her TikTok. It will all be in the show notes. So I'm going to get back to the interview. When you were about to start the page, what advice would you give? Just believe in yourself more. Just believe. Yes. Just believe in yourself more. That's it. Great. That's incredible. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and for all thank of you. Thank you for you, having me. Yes. 
for all of you that have subscribed already thank you so much for those of you who have not please subscribe and tell your friends about this till then talk to you later take care bye hey you thanks for listening to spicy chai i really appreciate it and to make sure you never miss an episode subscribe to the podcast the obvious and if you want to learn more head over to marukimtiaz.com and until next time my friend hit the record button or you know the publish lots of love from your favorite you got this beautiful <laughs>